0: The process to a 100 YouTube subscribers. So I'm gonna go through my process of how I just recently got to a 1,000 YouTube subscribers. I know there are lots of ways out there. Here is the organic method, the method that I believe to be the most authentic and the most genuine. First off, you need to treat YouTube like a social media network. Because after all, there are comments on the videos. People can like and they can share your content. It's no different from any other platform. And yet, I see a lot of people maybe approaching YouTube differently. But the process is very much the same. So how I got my first 100 subscribers? Well, a lot of it was actually just commenting and connecting with other people. That's really it. Yeah, in the grand scheme of things, all I needed to do was connect with other people and comment, just literally commenting on channels that I thought were interesting. If I saw a cool video on YouTube, I would leave a comment and I would leave a nice, authentic comment, something meaningful about their video, and more about just connecting with the individual and having a conversation, but also encouraging them to keep going on their journey, because, well, I'm trying to get to 100 subscribers, and I want to connect with others, because maybe if we all connect together, we can work on growing our channels together because everyone gets views, everyone gets likes, everyone gets comments, and that helps with engagement. So I figured, well, I should just be genuinely nice to others, well, because number one, people think I am genuinely nice, and I feel like that's probably the case. I'm not here to mess anyone's life up, like, it's not really my job. So that's first and foremost what I would recommend, and I don't know if anyone else is going to tell you this, I just see a lot of people telling others how to get to 100 subscribers. And I have to say that that's not really 100% what will get you there. Not not efficiently, at least. Because even if you... Uh, I mean, I would recommend these strategies because this is what's going to help with the, the baseline. But for instance, if you're looking at your niche, if you're looking at your quality of videos, your audio quality, your tags, your thumbnails, your your description, uh, SEO title, all this stuff. Yeah, that is important. And you can find all of the semantics on that. By Googling this kind of detail, it's not difficult to find. I'm not going to rehash what's already out there. But once you've optimized the structure of your videos, which, I mean, it doesn't take much. You add tags, you add your description, ideally 200 plus words, but honestly, massive channels don't have 200 plus words, so I don't even know if that's true. you optimized your title. Well, maybe when you get down to it, just creating the videos you want to create is what you should be focusing on. And then engaging with other people. That's, if you do those two things, you're good. Create the videos you want to do, and then engage, engage, engage with others. Especially when somebody leaves a comment on your video, leave a comment on top of theirs. Have that dialogue. That's important. Now, I'm not saying I'm some sort of guru. Oh, I got to 100 subscribers. I really don't know the solution to growing on YouTube. I do know how to get to 100 subscribers, though, because I did it. So I figure I should mention how I did. The most amount of subscribers, I got 40 subscribers in a month, which I thought was amazing to me. How I got to those 40 was literally by focusing on comments, Um, on other channels. That's literally all I did, and that helped get people over. It also helped that I had a quality banner. It helped that I had decent thumbnails. I've optimized my thumbnails even more now. Now, the thing about thumbnails, some people would say, oh, you need lots of text and lots of flash. Well, studies have shown that a simple thumbnail is really all you need, and you don't even need text on your thumbnail. Yeah, you don't need text. And if you're going to have text on your video thumbnails, don't get too overboard with it. A simple couple words is maybe all you need. For me, sometimes I'll just have like one word on mine and that's it. Because honestly, consistency in the layout of your thumbnails is probably the most important. So a nice consistent theme on your thumbnails. But then also... Just continuing to create content, I think, is important. Look, if you're going to create content every week, that's great. It might take you a bit longer to get to your goal. Uh, If you create every day, that's what I would say is a nice trigger to the YouTube algorithms. Because they get this... Thing, oh wow, this guy's like literally putting out videos every single day. For me, like I'm scheduling now every single day at 11 a.m. Pacific time, I have a video going out. That's my schedule right now. I don't know if it's going to stay like that, but I like the rhythm that I'm in, and I think it's a good habit. And that also has helped me get views. All of my videos are also in a playlist, which is free because you just go to my playlist and download it. But then also, if somebody lands on my website, they can pay for the material if they want, because I'm sort of not on the whole Patreon kick. I'm more, uh, here's the content. If you think it's valuable, pay for it kind of thing. But I don't need Patreon for that. I have PayPal, and that's more than enough. So, But I have all of this in a playlist. So if somebody really wants to invest in more of my material or get acquainted with me, get to know who I am. They could literally go through this playlist. I have other playlists of other things I was into, but I realized I wasn't really focused on any particular niche. Now, I haven't been focused on a particular niche at all. And it's a question whether that's actually important. Because if I look at bigger channels... Let's, let's use Joe Rogan as an example, because well, he has millions and millions and millions of followers, so he's doing something right. Well, do you think he is all about comedy? Because you would think, because he's a comedian, he's a stand-up comedian, you think that's what he'd be talking about on his videos. No, he has people who he talks to who he thinks are interesting, and it's not necessarily comedy. And yet, his channel, if you look at the category of his channel, it's comedy. But do you think that it's all comedy for him? No. He doesn't really talk too much about comedy, per se. There are some comedians that he has on, and he will have maybe a comedic chat. But a lot of it's very in-depth, and it's almost like a people in blogs type thing, just having these conversations. So it's interesting. And then he also has animation videos on his channel. So he's not actually even focused on a particular niche. So I question this niche concept. I'm actually more interested in creating videos that I like. And then, hopefully, they solve a problem for you. So I guess, in the way, for me, maybe my overarching focus, because I think having like an overarching focus is great, and you have videos that maybe wrap up into it, uh, like maybe my focus is life problems and life solutions. That's really what it is. I talk about problems that I go through and then suggested solutions, how to get past them. That seems to be maybe my thing. It could be related to marketing because my background's in marketing. It could be related to psychology because I like psychology. I like studying behavior. I like That aspect of it, sure. It all wraps up into life problems, life solutions. So maybe I have like an overarching theme, and whatever I do should hopefully wrap up into it. Could be that. Maybe. Again, I don't know if that's necessarily important. What I think is more important is you actually connecting with people. Yeah. And this is what Joe Rogan is clearly doing in his own way. You see, he's connecting with people by having people on his show. And he's going in-depth with that person. And what's great about that is he's inheriting that person's audience. Because that person's audience will tune in to Joe's show, and they'll maybe start following Joe. So his overarching thing is probably about comedy and the comedy journey. I think that's really what is going on here he's a comedian, and he's documenting, essentially, his journey. And throughout his journey, he's talking to people. And he's talking about relevant newsy type material as well in those conversations. It helps that he's talking about trending topics, for sure. It does, because that would be things that people are searching for. They're searching for news topics. And look, Joe Rogan's talking about something newsworthy. Well. That's obviously going to captivate the attention, and that's how he's going to grow his channel. When I see people putting videos out there today who are maybe at 20 or 30 subscribers and they keep grinding away, what I might notice is that people aren't searching for what those videos are that people are putting out there. That's just the reality. Like, Am I searching for your weird title? That's what you really have to be looking at. And you know, I'm still trying to work on searchability in my videos. I, I don't know if I'm doing a best job on making my titles better, because I don't really want to force that. I, I do want to be authentic. Um, but being visible, I think, will happen over time. As more and more people get to know me, and I get more and more comfortable with my material, that will only bode well for me as the channel continues to grow but i think honestly the authentic connections you can't replace that you have to do that and the more you do that the better you know, i like to pull success cases from people who obviously know more than i do like gary vaynerchuk here's another example His strategy on Instagram is to comment authentically on top posts within your category. That's how he would grow his Instagram channel, whether you have a million followers or a couple hundred. That's how he would recommend growing the channel. And I like to look at that and use that as an example for how you would grow your YouTube channel. Comment on other videos, like I might comment on trending videos, I might comment on videos that are just interesting to me. Because whoever created that video is a person. That person might be interested in whatever it is I'm talking about. They might find a video that I'm talking about and it might intrigue them. So I have the dialogue. But not just saying, nice video, because that doesn't really add anything to the conversation. Looking at a video and maybe trying to create a conversation out of it. That is where you're going to get some meat, and you're gonna get a long thread of comments because you actually wanted to contribute to that content piece. No different from Instagram, no different from any other platform. Twitter, it's all very social. So when you get down to it, it doesn't matter whether you have one video on your channel or you have hundreds of videos having the dialogue with other people is what's going to get people to pay attention to you. I was sitting at like 50 subscribers for a long time, one, because I wasn't creating content, and two, I wasn't really connecting with others. So I disappeared, and that's just the reality. One day I posted like 100 videos, as just a fun test, and those 100 videos or, like, comedy videos, and you know what? That doesn't really do anything. So, if you upload a bunch of videos at once, it's not gonna do anything at the beginning. But you know what? F- between all hundred of those videos, I'm now getting long term views constantly because they're all optimized based on like famous actors. I was doing impersonations and those videos will just be getting views forever so i think that could help long term but at the end of the day honestly just continue to create the content based on what you truly want to do and then interacting with others having that social connection that's all you really have to do and then while you're creating your content look at how you can improve each time look at your title tags keywords, your description, look at how you can improve those. But also don't look at what's tried and true. Look at your own style. Try to make it your own. Because you're going to get some followers and they're going to share your content and you're going to get new followers. And honestly, you connect authentically with one person, that person might share with their network. And then you've got a snowball effect. Honestly, just connecting with others and creating your content, just doing that alone, like that worked for me. That's how I got 40 subscribers in 30 days is my shift to connecting and creating, connecting, creating, connecting, creating. Not like, not so much the spamminess. I tested pushing out my videos, right? Pushing them out and just force feeding them down different communities. I tried that and you know I got views. Yeah, I got views. But none of those people subscribed. Like nobody really latched on to what I was doing. Is really fascinating to me. So I have to say having the dialogue with others, that seems to work. So give it a try. See if it works. Don't just feel like it's a self-serving bias your youtube channel have that authentic connection because i honestly think that's going to solve your growth problem it really is hey gary vaynerchuk is on to something now he talked about instagram and how you should be commenting on like 90 different pieces of content every single day on instagram so he's spending as much time as possible he's like spend four hours a day on Instagram, to grow your Instagram. I totally agree. If that's your focus in growing your Instagram, go for it. If you're on YouTube, do the same thing. Literally, focus on commenting on 90 different pieces of comment or content, different, like 90 different videos. Go through 90 different videos and comment, 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 and connect. And how do you find these videos? Okay, how do you find a big collection of these videos? Well, one, you can search. So you can search by the category you're in. So maybe I would type in life problems and I would go through all the different videos and I'd go in and comment on those videos, but then I'd also comment on the videos of the commenters. Yeah, I'd go in depth. I'd go into the commenters' videos, check out their content, and if I like it, I'll comment on them. That's one approach. So you can do that just by typing in life or whatever it is your keywords are. Maybe you're into gaming. Type in gaming, go through all the gaming videos, connect with those people. That's one approach. Or if you're on a platform like Facebook or Reddit or Twitter, you can go into the different communities by searching your word. Facebook has Facebook groups. You could join some YouTuber groups, connect with their videos, leave comments, engage with them, because all they're trying to do is get views. Well, give them views and give them comments. They'll love you for it, and they'll check you out. Do that. Now, I've tried uh, tried trending, like YouTube trending, going on there and commenting on there and interacting with people. I have to say, it didn't really do too much for me because there's a new comment every couple seconds. So your comment gets lost in the feed. You can try doing it, but honestly, I think you're just you're swimming with the sharks. It's very difficult. It doesn't hurt to check out the trending though. It gives you an idea of the kind of content that is working out there. But honestly, you go in, and you you comment on channels that could be relevant to you, channels that are interesting to you. Because if you're watching on YouTube, maybe you have a YouTube addiction, if you're already watching on YouTube, why not leave comments? Why not talk? Why not interact? Because then people will know you exist. SEO is a big one. I mean, if you can optimize your videos with like 200 plus words in the description, sure, that works. Although Joe Rogan doesn't have 200 plus words in his description, so I question that. Maybe if you focus on your following and building your following, you might not have to worry so much about your description. I might test that out, though. A lot of marketers have tested this out, and they have said that if you do 200 plus words in your description, that's going to get you more views. It's just going to naturally get you in the search results. So obviously there's something there. Hey, more data, it helps. It helps, especially if you're non-existent. It does help push you above. <laughs> but you gotta have the content, and you gotta have the connections with people, and that's how you're really going to get this snowball rolling. So, I mean, SEO is important. You know, for my videos, I am publishing them on YouTube, and then I publish them on my blog because I want to have, like, a podcast format. So in order to do that, I publish on my blog, which I can turn into podcast because I extract the audio, put it on my blog. Now I've got got the podcast. But also what's powerful is my video is embedded in my website. That's really good because YouTube, Google, the search algorithms, they all like that stuff. Oh, your video is embedded on a different site. It's great. It's great. It's fantastic for SEO. Because when I type in, for instance, I did a video on being ugly and deformed. I type that into Google and... I type in the the words ugly, deformed, and if I go to videos, my video pops up twice in the first page. At the time of me creating it, I don't know if it's the same anymore, but what I noticed was that my video popped up for the YouTube channel, but it also popped up for my website. So that's great. I'm driving traffic. I'm driving traffic to my website where I can sell different things. It's all great. So in the long term, it's fantastic. I'm going to keep getting views off of these videos as people search for these terms. And I like the organic approach. So certainly, optimizing your content and then optimizing your connections, right? It's all related. What can you do to improve your content? What can you do to improve your connections? Honestly, if you do those two, You'll get to 100. It won't take that long. You should be able to get to 100 relatively quickly. And I didn't even put up that much effort. Honestly, I didn't put much effort into connecting with others. But that is what I noticed helped. I did like 30 minutes a day of connecting with others only within the last couple of weeks. And that was what drove traffic to my site. It's crazy. It's really crazy how that just worked. Because even if you create content, even if you do the keywords, even if you do the description, you will still be invisible. Because there's already dozens of other people who've done a video similar to yours. You're invisible. Yeah, you're pretty much invisible. What you need to do to stand out is have those connections. Comment on every comment that comes your way. And then comment on other channels that are interesting to you. And if you do this authentically, if you do this with joy because you want to do it, then you'll probably stick to it for a long time. Like, I genuinely like checking out what other people do. I do. I like seeing what other people do on their channels. And I like commenting. I like connecting. I like seeing where people are at. I've talked to people all over the world, and it's really fascinating to do that and learn about what other people do. And that has helped me build a bit of a following, and I know I just have to keep going with it. Honestly, if I just keep talking about problems and solutions, problems, solutions, problems, solutions, because I love being this problem solver kind of person. It's all I ever did is try to solve different problems. I keep doing this, then I think it'll work out. Uh, Maybe you're hesitant to do all this because you have camera equipment that isn't good. Well, let me tell you, I've been using this crappy selfie camera 720p from my iPhone since day one. Uh, All of my videos have been created with my iPhone. It's pretty straightforward. It's an iPhone 6. It's like four years old, still been using it. Uh, I've got this microphone though, the Blue Yeti, which is of high quality, so the audio is great. I think it's actually more important than your video. I can't tell you how many people have crappy audio, it drives me crazy. Honestly, I think having quality mic and at least 720p is perfectly good. And uh, honestly, this is very basic equipment. Like, I guarantee you, you, probably, if you're watching this, you've got some sort of device with a camera so you can do this. It's not that difficult. What I like about 720p recording, it's still HD, and also it loads fast, okay? There are people who have terrible connections over in Brazil, over in Africa, and a default watch quality might be 1080p but their internet connection shoddy. so what you'll see with these people is they'll have they won't be able to watch your video because it'll hesitate it'll sputter it'll stop it'll lag but 720p no lagging for me and my computer that I use is a Chromebook which is not very powerful. And what I notice is if I'm trying to watch a video in 4K or in 1080p that's 60 frames per second, I get lagging. Yeah. I get lagging. And look, my computer is not too shabby. Like it's it does the job. But if it's lagging, I guarantee you there's a bunch of people out there who have crappy computers and crappy connections, and they won't be able to watch your stuff because you focused on super high quality but the internet connections aren't ready for it yet. And you know, down the road I'll probably have 4K, for sure, I'll have 4K. Why? Because that gives you more views. But how many of those people exit out because their video isn't loading? Well, right now there's a lot of people in underdeveloped countries and they can't watch your content because the 4K is bogging down their systems. <laughs> It's one of those things, you know? It's one of those interesting things. Nobody ever really talks about it, but I know, I know for a fact that 720p will always run on my computer, and that's great. Now, I know YouTube will actually down convert, like it will down downgrade the quality for a watcher, like somebody who's viewing your stuff, and their internet connection's not good, or their computer's not good or whatever, it'll, YouTube will actually downgrade it. They're supposed to, but they don't. They don't for my computer, I for some reason. So my computer is a 1080p resolution, and for some reason, YouTube was playing a 1440p video. And I'm thinking to myself, what difference does it make? I, I'm not going to notice it on a 1080p screen. Uh, but they were playing a video that was lagging on my computer. So YouTube's not 100% in their downgrading algorithms or whatnot, but I know for a fact, 720p will probably play quite well on most devices, which is why I'm still doing 720p. Because I want views, I want watch time, I want engagement. I don't want slowing down of issues. I want things to be seamless. I want things to be simple. Now, let's talk about thumbnails. Just I talked about it briefly before. A simple thumbnail like honestly is all you need. You don't need to go too complicated. You don't even have to create a thumbnail. You could use whatever suggestions YouTube gives you if you really want. Of course, you might want to customize it so that it's relevant to your title for sure. But you want to stick to a theme. So have the same look and feel. If you're going to do thumbnails, make sure it's fairly similar across the board. Then people get to know sort of your element. That's all I can really say about thumbnails, but I don't know. Create a theme, for instance. Just create a theme. Like Joe Rogan's got a theme. He has a screenshot of him and another guy, and then, or his his guest on the show, and then at the top, he'll have title of the show, and then the episode number. That's it. That's all he's got. And that's what he pumps out every single time. Same kind of thumbnail every single time, but consistent. And that's what really what you have to do, is just consistently create a similar thumbnail each and every time. Don't get too fancy, none of the bells and whistles. Unless that's your thing, it's fancy, then stick to that. But this is is essentially what I'm seeing. So over time, that will all help you get that extra little subscriber. But if we break it all down, it's creating that content, creating those connections. Those are the two things. That's all I really can emphasize here. If I could just keep pushing that. And I think more and more people will see success. How many people actually do that, though? How many people will comment? How many people will stick to it? How many people will create content continuously without giving up? That's really the big question. And unfortunately, a lot of people will quit before they see results. And that's just the unfortunate reality. So if you can keep going, get beyond that... Focus on the content, connections, content, connections, content, connections. You will get 100 subscribers, no question. It's only a matter of time. But stick to it, okay? Look at how you can improve. Take the feedback that you get. Don't let it hurt you too much. Use negative criticisms as a way to maybe push forward. See what you can improve on. Continue. Continue on your journey. Keep creating the things that you want to create. Honestly, if that brings you joy, do that. People will see it. It will resonate in the videos. People will latch on to that. And that's really what you want. Okay, I'm done here. (laughs) Hopefully all that helps. Probably do a summary in the description here just to get people more information more details, things that I may be missing, whatever I can do to help. Because I want you to get past 100 subscribers, because then if you get past that, you might actually keep going. And that's exciting. That's exciting. So honestly, your first videos, your first set of videos is just going to be crap. It doesn't really matter what you do. It's just not going to be the best work. But you'll get better and better, and inch by inch, everything is a cinch. Okay, until next time, toodles.